to lift up our voice and begin to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Let's begin to give him praise. Let's begin to give him honor for another opportunity to be at his presence again. Let's worship him. Let's exalt his holy name. Lord, tonight we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We give you all the adoration for what you are set to do in our midst. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the mighty name of Jesus. Because tonight you will change our story. Because tonight you will do the impossible. Because tonight you will heal the sick and you will set the captive free. Father, we worship you. Father, we exalt your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to crown to God and say, Lord, tonight I'm here again at your presence. Come and do the impossible in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, do the impossible. Do the impossible. Do the impossible in my life. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lord, in my life tonight, come and do the impossible. In the name of Jesus, glorify yourselves. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, tonight do the impossible. In our family, do the impossible. In our career, do the impossible. In the name of Jesus, by your power, do the impossible in our lives. In the name of Jesus. That thing which we have considered to be impossible, that hopeless situation, Father, tonight, turn it around. In the name of Jesus Christ, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, do the impossible in our midst. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every power that want to stop my miracle tonight, Sometimes it could be our doubts. Sometimes it could be our unbelief. But I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, any power, maybe in my environment, that may want to stop my miracle tonight, let your fire destroy them. In the name of Jesus, let every gathering together of the forces of hell against tonight prayers scatter by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. We come against every forces from the kingdom of darkness that may want to end our prayers tonight. Lord, destroy them by fire. In the name of Jesus, tonight, oh God, open the heavens over us. Let there be a pony of your grace. Let there be a pony of your power. In the name of Jesus, let us be baptized in your Holy Ghost tonight. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, let me be purged by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, Lord, purify me. Lord, purge me tonight by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Begin to ask for the Holy Ghost fire to purge and to sanctify you again. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let each and every one of us be purged by the fire of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, let us be charged by the fire of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, Lord, charge us again by the fire of the Holy Ghost. 
In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Lord, send down your fire upon us tonight. The fire of Holy Ghost. Let that fire fill us again. Let that fire purge us again. Let that fire purify us again. Let that fire empower us again. In the name of Jesus. Lord, tonight, let every addiction, let every sinful behavior be consumed by the fire of Holy Ghost in our lives. In the name of Jesus, Lord, purge us, Lord, purge us, Lord, purge us by your fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to cry unto God and say, Lord, let every habitations of darkness in my life be desolate tonight. Habitations of darkness. When we talk about habitation of darkness, we are talking about the house or whatever is accommodating darkness in our life. Whatever is accommodating darkness in our homes. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, let every habitations of darkness in my lives, in my home, become desolate. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. My yellow capacity, habitations of darkness in our life become desolate. In the name of Jesus, by the fire of Holy Ghost, become desolate. We pull down every satanic habitation in our lives, in our homes, in the name of Jesus. Let every habitation of darkness be pulled down. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Destroy the habitations of darkness in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, anywhere darkness is hiding, anywhere devil and demonic spirit are hiding, Lord, pull them down. In the name of Jesus, destroy the habitations of darkness in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to pray that prayer again, but you, you are going to pray this way. Lord, let every habitations of sickness in my body be pulled down. I want you to pray that prayer. Whatever is making you to be sick, wherever sickness or disease are hiding in your body, tonight, God wants to pull down the habitation of sickness. I want you to know that once the habitation of sickness is pulled down, that sickness will be gone. That COVID-19 will be gone. That cancer will be gone. That pain will be gone. That ulcer will be gone. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every habitation of sickness in my body become desolate by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. My Habitations of sickness in the body of our children. We command you to become desolate by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus Christ, whatever is housing sickness, whatever is housing disease in our body, we pull you down. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Makuda, Aikoba, Sindalika, Sidika, Polia. Let habitations of cancer be pulled down. Let habitations of high blood pressure be pulled down. Let habitations of heart disease, kidney disease be pulled down. In the name of Jesus Christ, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Tonight is your night for total deliverance. Mayali Kapa, habitations of sickness in our body be pulled down. In the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' mighty name, we have I pray for you that tonight, whatever is housing sickness or disease in your body, 
that habitation is pulled down right now. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke sickness. I rebuke disease in your body. In the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke cancer. I rebuke high blood pressure. Every heart disease, every kidney disease, every ulcer, I rebuke you tonight. Get out in the name of Jesus Christ. That pain on your back, I command it to depart now. That consistent headache, I rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. Receive the power for divine healing. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You know, I want you to begin to check yourself. If you are having any headache before, check yourself. If you are if you're having pain in any part of your body, please begin to check yourself. Because God has already healed you tonight. I say God has already healed you tonight in the name of Jesus. I want you to lift up your voice. We are still praying. We are going to crown to God and say, Lord, let the fire of revival feed me now. In the name of Jesus, revive my prayer life. Revive my spiritual life by the fire of revival. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Fire of revival, fill us now, fill us now, fill us now. Open your mouth, open your mouth. This is the time to receive fresh fire. We pray for fresh fire for revival. Let it be. Let it begin to fall in the name of Jesus. Lord, fill us with a new fire. The fire of revival fall upon us tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to take just, just one more prayer point before we go into the message. We are going to cry unto God and say, Lord, tonight, perfect all that concerns me in the name of Jesus. I want you to know that more than a prophet can see what is wrong with you, more than a prophet can give a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom, God knows what you need. God knows your utmost need and he wants to take care of you tonight. I want you to lift up your voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, Lord, because you are my God and you are my father. Perfect all that concerns me tonight. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, perfect all that concerns us tonight. In the name of Jesus, meet us at the point of our needs. In the mighty name of Jesus, that which concerns our health, that which concerns our family, that which concerns our children, that which concerns our career. Lord, perfect it tonight. In the name of Jesus, Perfect all that concerns us by your power, by your grace. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. We give you praise for your awesome presence in our midst. Lord, perfect all that concerns us in tonight's prayer meeting. In the name of Jesus, let every individual represented on this prayer line receive your divine touch. In the name of Jesus Christ. I say receive the divine touch of God. In the name of Jesus. Everything that you need. Tonight, the Lord will take care of it. In the name of Jesus. The Lord will settle your case tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray that tonight you will terminate every affliction. In the name of Jesus. Let each and every one of us receive a new testimony. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Let somebody shout Hallelujah. I can see everything turning around. 
turning around, turning around for my goodness. I can see everything turning around, everything turning around, everything turning around for my goodness. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Tonight, everything will turn around for you. In the name of Jesus. I don't know what you are expecting God to do. But this week, God will answer you by a miracle. In the name of Jesus. The Lord that answered by fire will answer you by a miracle. In the name of Jesus. Let somebody shout hallelujah. I'm very, very much excited tonight. And I know that God is here in our midst. Because he is the one that we have come to meet. Not any man, but God himself. And before we go further, I want to announce to us that this coming Friday, 10 p.m., we are going to be having the VG program, the one that we usually do at the last Friday of the month. Now, I'm not telling us to invite us. I'm just telling us to remind us. <laughs> Because one thing I want you to know is that every program we hold on this prayer line is a special program. That's why I'm not going to call it a special program. Every program, whether we, whether the morning prayers, whether the evening prayers, everything is special prayer. But just as a way of reminder, we are going to be having a vigil on Friday from 10 p.m. maybe to 12 a.m. Uh, you don't want to miss it, but I just want to remind us, let's try and put it on our agenda and as we call in the Lord will do what what him alone can do in the name of Jesus this coming Friday don't forget uh, let me check the date just to make sure uh, we can have something to reference for those of us that use diary uh, the Friday that will be the 26th of November 26th of November, we are going to be calling into the prayer line by 10 p.m. Eastern Time. 26th of November being the last Friday of the month. You, you, are, you are invited, but this is just a reminder for as many of us who are going to be available. That will be the Friday after the Thanksgiving Thursday. I pray that God will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. I want us to open our Bible very quickly. Since we have started working from the book of 2 Kings chapter 4, we will continue in that chapter. Since we know that most of the time when we do uh, our prayers, we usually go by the word of God. And last week we considered 2 Kings chapter 4 from verse 1 to verse 7. And today we are going to continue from 2 Kings chapter 4. So we'll, we'll just continue with that chapter of the Bible until when we can finish the whole study of the Bible, I mean, of the chapter. So 2 Kings chapter 4 from verse 8 to verse 37. That's a long passage. Somebody will want to ask, are you sure we are going to read all this long passage tonight? No, we are, I'm just going to summarize, but I will read a few of the verses that relate to the point we want to use to pray. Uh, last week, we, we, we considered 2 Kings chapter 4, as I mentioned earlier. And the topic we treated last week uh, was anointing for supernatural provisions and abundance. Anointing for supernatural provisions 
And upon that, we consider the, the life of a certain woman or certain widow. We don't know her name uh, because most of the time, especially in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, women are not being mentioned by their names. Most of the time, they will tell us a certain woman, a certain woman. Even during the ministry of Jesus, thank God for his ministry that brought to limelight the importance of women. Uh, you know, in, in, in the Gospels, I'm talking about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Thank God they mention many names of the women. But that being said, uh, there are certain miracles that Jesus did that the names of the women involved were not mentioned. For example, in Mark chapter 4, I mean Mark chapter 5, uh, when the woman with the issue of blood touched the hem of Jesus, we don't, the Bible didn't record her name. The Bible just say a certain woman with the issue of blood. They use a problem to categorize her. And here again, in 2 Kings chapter 4, the widow that we studied about last week, the Bible just mentioned her to be a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet. Her name was not given to us. And tonight, don't be surprised. <laughs> that we are going to be considering another woman tonight. And the Bible only mentioned her to be a, a, a woman from Shunem, a Shunamite woman. Shunamite woman, that's the name of the city. But the Bible didn't mention her name. And I want us to know that women play a major role in our lives. I'm a product of a woman. You are a product of a woman. And... Thank God for the mother of Jesus Christ, you know, that carried him for nine months. So I want us to know that women are very, very much rele relevant. And we cannot push them aside. Hallelujah! Maybe this message could have been preached on a Mother's Day, but, you know, we don't need to wait until then before we talk about women and before we recognize them. And I want to recognize every mother and every woman who has called in tonight on tonight's prayer meeting, I pray that the Lord will continue to keep you for us. In the name of Jesus, you will live long. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will your labor over your family will not be in vain. In the name of Jesus Christ. And for those women who are yet to become a mother, I pray for you, even as we are going to be praying tonight, that very soon you will soon become a mother. In the name of Jesus. And for those women who are just single ladies, who are yet to be married, I pray for you from the bottom of my heart that before the end of this year, the Lord will hook you up with your right mate. In the name of Jesus Christ, you will not live a lonely life again. In the name of Jesus. Now, very quickly, I want us to open our Bible to the book of 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4. I want to read from verse 8. I will just read some of the verses and then we... We pick it up from there because I want us to pray. I want to read from verse 8. Now the Bible says, Now it happened one day that Elisha went to Shunem. The meaning of Shunem is change. Change. That's, that's the Hebrew meaning for Shunem. And for somebody tonight, what God will do in tonight's prayer meeting will bring about a positive change in your life. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, Elisha went to Shunem, where there was a great woman. I love that. A notable woman. And she persuaded him to eat some food. So it was, as often as he passed by, 
he will turn in there to eat some food. Although that woman was a pagan, I want us to know that this was a, pig, a pagan territory. A pagan territory, but that woman was still nice to a man of God. Even though a pagan, what a lesson for us. She didn't, she didn't categorize Elijah and say, look at this one of those men of God. She, she, the Bible says she persuaded the man of God to come and eat in her house. A great woman, a notable woman. Great and still generous. Now, maybe we should just go into the word of God. I don't have much time to read. The first point, I'm going to be talking to us just to give it a title, how to provoke 11th hour miracle. Thank God we are in the month of November. How do I provoke? That's the title of the message. How to provoke 11th hour miracle. Now, this woman, the Bible says, she, she noticed Elisha, the man of God, passing in front of her house several times. As we know that Elisha was a prophet. And most of the time, prophets are messengers. They go as God sent them. And this woman noticed a, a man of God. So the first point I want to mention is that even great people can be generous too. That's the first point. Being great should not make us not to be generous. Great people can what? Great people can be generous. I want us to know that's the first point. The Bible called that woman notable and great. But as great as she was, she was very generous. She was very generous. Now, the Bible says this woman will cook for Elisha to eat. That, that is generosity. She opened the doors of her house to the man of God. That is generosity. I would even say she opened the doors of her house to a house fellowship. That is even more generous because Elisha was a man of God. And the Bible, the Bible has given us, you know, examples of how we should treat people. Not only men of God, but people around us. The book of Hebrews chapter 13 verse 2, the Bible says, Do not forget to entertain strangers. Look at that. For by so doing, some have unknowingly entertained angels. We see the example of Abraham too in Genesis chapter 18. Abraham, the Bible says, one day he was sitting in front of his house and he saw three men. And he, the Bible says he persuaded them to come inside and hit. He entertained them. Abraham did not know that they were angels. That, the, the story is in Genesis chapter 18. And after those angels, after they have hitting, one of them who represents Jesus actually asked for the wife of Abraham. And he said, by this time next year, Abraham, your wife will conceive. And she will bear a son and you call his name Isaac. That was how Abraham was able to provoke divine miracle. Because Abraham was generous. I want us to know that we can also provoke 11th hour miracle by our generosity. Let me tell us this. There are some certain things that prayer will do. I'm not trying to underestimate the power of prayer. There are, there are at least many good things that prayer will do. 
but there are some special things that our generosity will do or can do. Be, you know, the, the woman did not pray. You know, it was just prayer. I mean, it was just she was just being nice to a man of God. That was it. Abraham did not pray. Abraham was just being nice. That was it. He was just being nice to those three men that we could call angels. So, so we need to understand that. Being great doesn't mean that we should not be generous. Do you know there are some great people, even if beggars should, by mistake, stay in front of their house, they will order their security men to take away that beggar. You know, that was, we, we see the example of a rich man in Luke chapter 16. The Bible said this man, he always, you know, he was always feeding on good food, but Lazarus, a beggar, was in front of his house. A beggar, picking from the trash before he eat. But the rich man was, was feeding well. And the Bible says when Lazarus died, Lazarus went to heaven. But that rich man, he died and went to hell. I'm not saying that he went to hell because he was not generous, but he went to hell because he was not a good man. He, he didn't know God. I pray that we will not go to hell in the name of Jesus. And it was in hell he became a servant. And Lazarus, who was poor, became a king in, in heaven. So we, we need to understand that. Then the second point I want to mention is this, that sometimes our generosity can provoke a great gift. Our generosity can provoke a great gift. Now, let's go, let's go back to that same Second Kings chapter 4. I want to read from verse 11. Verse 11. And it happened one day that he came there. This was Elisha. And he turned into the upper room and lay down there. Then he said to Gehazi, his servant, Call this Shunammite woman. When he had called her, she stood before him. And he said to him, Sir, Say now to her, look, you have been consigned for us with all this care. What can I do for you? Do you want me to speak on your behalf to the king or to the commanders of the army? She answered, I dwell among my own people. And he said to her, what is to be done for her? And Gaza answered and said, actually she has no son and her husband is old. Look at verse 15. So he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the doorway. Then he said, about this time next year, you will embrace a son. And she said, no, man, man of God, do not lie to your maid servant. Now, that woman was so much used to her problem that even when the man of God prophesied to her, she said, no, 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 no. Man of God, don't lie to me. Many There have been many prophets that have prophesied. They have said all kinds of things to me and it never come to pass. So don't just make me to be happy for nothing. Now, as we look at this woman, the Bible says she was great. She was notable. But she was a barren. She was barren. Isn't that the case with some of us? We are great in one area, but in other areas of our life, we are poor. We are rich in one area, but we are poor in one area. We are high up in one area, but in other areas, we are down below. There was, there was no balance in her life. She was a great woman. She has a good husband. 
She has a good house. She has a good home, but no child. That was her problem. And she has, she has trained up herself to be used to her problem. That was why when the man of God prophesied, he said, don't even tell me anything about the, the issue of children. I forgot about that. Maybe that's the case with some of us. Oh, oh, the issue of marrying. No, I, I, I forgot about marriage. I'm not thinking about marriage again. Oh, the issue of having another child. No, I've forgotten about that. Oh, you mean I should change my job? No, don't even mention that. You mean I can? You mean I, I, I can be promoted? You know, you know what? I've forgotten about promotion. I just want to do my work, do my eight hours, and get out. I want to tell somebody like that tonight that God is here for you. <laughs> I said, God is here for you. God, want, God is about to bring a change. Don't forget, the meaning of name is change. Even change that you don't believe God for. God is about to do it for you tonight. In the name of Jesus. That woman was so much used to her problems. Maybe some of us, we are also used to sickness. We are used to some problems in our life that we have even stopped praying about it. We have taken it as faith. F-A-T-F-A-T-E. We are no longer using our faith for it. We have taken it as a faith. And that was why the woman said, No, 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 man of God. Don't tell me about the issue of children. I've closed the case. I'm, I'm happy as I am. In fact, I, I'm, I, I, I'm good with my husband as we are without any child. Don't mention anything about that issue again. That is a, a close case. I want us to know that at that point, the woman was not expressing her faith. And yet, God circumvented, God circumvented event around her home belief. God still go around her home belief to do for her what she didn't believe God for. And that's why I'm believing God that tonight, even things that you, you are not believing God for, things that you have considered to be so difficult, that you think your faith is not even necessary to, to help you with it, God will do it for you tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. I said God will do it for you tonight. In the name of Jesus. This woman provoked a great miracle. By, not by her prayers. Not even by her faith. But by her giving. Because Elisha was so much touched. He said, ah, this woman is so nice to us. He catered for us. Not only that, do you know that woman... He told her husband, he said, let us make a room for the man of God. So the man of God even have a room in their house where he lodged anytime he came into town. That was what the woman did. So generous. He opened the door of her house. So generous. <laughs> the book of Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22. The Bible says, the blessings of the Lord makes one rich. And he had no sorrow with it. Now, that would, meet, that would lead me to the next point. The third point is that our blessings sometimes can be attacked by the enemies. That's the third point. Our blessings sometimes can be attacked by the enemy. Do you know when Elisha prophesied to that woman that by this time next year she will carry her own son, that prophecy came to pass. The woman had a baby. The word of God came to pass. Elisha did not even pray. He just prophesied. And tonight, I'm going to be prophesying too. And I'm believing God that every word of prophecy that is released on this prayer line, it will stick to you. And you will have your testimony. In the name of Jesus, Elisha prophesied and, that, and God honored the word of the man of God. God 
honored the word of the man of God. So the Bible said this woman conceived, verse 17. But the woman conceived and bore a son when the appointed time had come, of which Elisha had told her. And look at verse 18, which is our third point. So I said, our blessing can be attacked by the enemy. The first point we mentioned is that even great people can be generous too. They can be generous. And then the second point I mentioned is that our giving can provoke great gifts. Because of what the woman did, Elisha was touched. And Elisha prophesied that that woman will have a baby. And indeed, she had a baby. And the next point we want to mention is that our blessings can be attacked by the enemy. Our blessings. In fact, the devil is always out there. The Bible called him a thief in John chapter 10 verse 10. The Bible says, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it abundantly. I want us to know that it was the devil that blocked that woman from having children. And when that woman eventually had a child, the devil still wanted to kill that child. Now look at what happened. Let's, let's, let's go to the word of God. Verse 18 of 2 Kings chapter 4. And the child grew. Thank God he grew. Now it happened one day that he went out to his father to the reapers. And he said to his father, my head, my head. That, that was it. <laughs> and so, he, he, so, so, and, and so he said to his servant, this was the father, carry him to her mother. That was what men always do, even from the Bible. Oh, the boy was complaining of headache. And the husband said, carry, carry him, go on, take, 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 him to, to, take him to his mother. Take him to his mother. Carry him to his mother. And he said to his father, my head, my head. So he said to the servant, carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon and then died. That boy died. Well, somebody wants to ask. But it was God that gave that child to the woman. Yes. But it was not God that killed him. It was the devil that killed him. I want us to know that our blessings sometimes can be attacked. And that is one of the reasons why we are, we are praying tonight. Our the devil is always looking for opportunity to attack us. And to attack our blessing. The devil attacked the blessing of this woman. Look at what the woman said. And the Bible said then she called to her husband. Verse 22 now. And said please send me one of, your, one, of, one of the young men. And one of the donkeys. That I may return to the man of God. And come back. So he, so he said, why are you going to him today? It is neither the new moon nor the Sabbath. And she said, it is well. I love that woman. That woman was a woman of faith. He said, it is well. Do you know the woman did not even tell her husband that the, the, the boy died? Because he knows. I, I believe she must have known that the level of the faith of her husband cannot carry it. Because had it been that that woman mentioned to her husband that the boy is dead, they would have buried the boy immediately. Because in the custom of the Jews, once somebody died, before you know it, they are, they are buried. They buried them immediately. And that was why when Lazarus died, they could not wait until when Jesus Christ come back. Four days after he has died and been buried, that was when Christ showed up. They don't wait till the following day. It is the day somebody died. Even if the person just fainted, before they could uh, resuscitate the person back to life, you know, so, some people would have been buried like that. 
So that was why the woman, you know, she used wisdom. She didn't tell her husband that the boy was dead. It, all that she said that it was that it was what? It is, it, it is well. And she ran to the man of God. Now, when she got to the man of God, the Bible says she held the feet of the man of God. And immediately, Elisha, Elisha said something. Elisha said, God has not even revealed this to me, that this evil will happen to this woman. Now, I want us to know this, that it is not all the things that will happen that prophets can see or that men of God can see. Sometimes God doesn't reveal everything to them. And that was what Elisha said. Elisha was surprised too because he did not see it that that boy would die. And what Elisha did was that Elisha gave his staff to Gehazi. He told Gehazi, he said, take this staff and go and lay it on the boy. And the Bible said Gehazi did, <laughs> but the boy did not come back to life. Do you know sometimes when power is given to a man that is spiritually dead, that power will achieve nothing. A spiritually dead man can never do anything before God. If you give them all the gifts, it will do nothing through them and for them. So the man of God now went there by himself. The Bible said when Elisha got there, the woman had already laid the boy on the, on the table or on the couch in the room of Elisha. What does that mean to us? It means that woman laid a dead boy on the altars of her gift. It was the woman that provided that room for Elisha. It was the woman that bought all the chairs, all the couch, everything in the, in, the, in, the, in the house of Elisha. So what she did, when there was problem, she laid that, that problem on the altar. Because her gift has now become an altar where she can contact with God. She laid that dead body on, on, the, on the couch of Elisha. And the Bible says Elisha shut the door. Oh my goodness. He shut the door. And what did he do? Bible says he laid on the on, on top of the boy, mouth to mouth, eyes to eyes, nose to nose. He breathed into his into this boy. He did it the first time. He did it the second time. Now I want us to know that what Elisha did was the same thing that Elijah did in First Kings chapter seventeen, from verse seventeen to twenty-four. When the when the child of the widow, remember the story of. How a widow fed Elisha, the widow of Seraphite, a boy also died, and Elisha raised him back to life. The same thing that Elijah did, that was what Elisha did. He laid on top of the boy. And after doing that, the Bible said the boy sneezed seven times. Maybe the toxic that was in, in the boy, he sneezed it out. For somebody tonight, whatever the devil has kept in your body that the devil wants to use to kill you, tonight you will sneeze it out. In the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible said the boy sneezed seven times and then he jacked back to life. <laughs> oh my goodness. Immediately the Bible said Elisha called Gehazi. He said, Go and give this, this boy to his mother. And the, the, the mother was so happy that the boy came back to life. For somebody tonight, whatever is dead in your life, it will come back to life. In the name of Jesus. I say it will come back to life. In the name of Jesus. And that, that, lead, that, that leads me to the fourth point. That there can be a great miracle after a great attack. There can be what? A great miracle 
after a great attack. That woman's blessing was attacked. Her only child was attacked. But there was a miracle. For somebody tonight, I don't know, maybe you, you have gone through a major attack that shook you to the bone. Maybe you have gone through a major loss, not, not, not too long, that almost make your life to collapse. I want to tell you that tonight, get ready. Because you are going to experience a major miracle again. In the name of Jesus Christ, there can be a great miracle after a great attack. We see that point in 2 Kings chapter 4 from verse 22 to 37. When Elisha laid himself on top of that boy and the boy received life and came back to life. I want to prophesy to somebody as we go to prayer that everything that is dead in your life, it will come back to life again. In the name of Jesus, dead business will come back to life. Dead marriages will come back to life. Dead organs will come back to life. Dead brains will come back to life. Even if there's anybody in coma, maybe they are in state of coma. Tonight, by the power and the name of Jesus, we call them back to life. In the name of Jesus Christ. I want us to go and pray. How we can provoke, the title of the message is Provoking 11th Hour Miracle. The major point I want us to hold on to from tonight's passage is that through our generosity. I didn't say through prayers. Through our generosity, we can provoke divine miracle. We can provoke an 11-hour miracle. And that was what happened to this woman. God did not even look at her faith. Whether she believed or she didn't believe, she was a pagan. But God looked at her generosity. And God, God gave her a child when that child died, God raised that child back to life. And do you know, the woman was mentioned in Hebrew 35. Hebrew 11 verse 35, as we, as, we, as we round up. Hebrew chapter 11 verse 35. The Bible says, Women received their dead raised to life again. This woman eventually made it to the hall of fame. All of faith, rather. All of faith. The Bible says, women receive their dead, raised to life again. That was the story of that woman. And many other women in the Bible, that somebody died and they believed God for it. And their dead relatives were, were raised back to life. People like Mary, people like Martha, when Lazarus died. The Bible says, women, they receive their dead relative back to life. For somebody tonight, I want to pray for all mothers. All women on this prayer line. I don't know what you might have lost in the past. But tonight, there shall be a total restoration in the name of Jesus. Joy shall be restored tonight. Peace shall be restored tonight. In the name of Jesus. I want us to go and pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, come and feed me with the spirit of generosity generous i'm going to be talking more about this tomorrow morning during the morning prayer generosity generosity the spirit of generosity lord feed me with that spirit tonight in the name of jesus let's open our mouth let's open our mouth and begin to pray lord we ask that tonight you will fill us with the spirit of generosity in the name of jesus makunda open your mouth 
Lord, we pray that you will fill us tonight with the spirit of generosity. Lord, give us a large heart, a compassionate heart, a heart that is generous. In the name of Jesus, give us a heart that is generous, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to know that one of the ways we can become like God is by being generous. Generosity is what makes us to look like God. Now, look at God, for example. In, in, the Bible says in John 3, verse 16, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he what? He gave. That's the nature of God. And look at Jesus. He kept giving, giving, giving. When he was on earth, he gave food to the disciples. He gave them clothes. He gave them water. He gave them bread. And eventually, he gave them their life. After giving, 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 he eventually gave them their life. He gave everything. Generosity. I pray tonight that that spirit of generosity, God will release it upon us in the name of Jesus. Now, let me tell us this. If you watch it, watch it, watch it. People who are more generous, they don't pray too hard. Because generosity on its own can open doors for you. Generosity on its own can what? Can open doors. There are some doors that prayers will open. But there are some certain doors that it will take your generosity to open it. Oh. Only prayer alone will not open all doors. Some doors will be opened by prayers. <laughs> but there are some certain doors that will not open until we are generous. Now, let, let me ask you this question. I didn't be that Abraham did not entertain those angels when they came to his house. Do you think Abraham's wife will, will, will conceive? It was after those angels, they ate the food of men. The food prepared by Sarah. <laughs> Maybe after they ate the food, they were just picking their teeth. And they said, ah, Abraham, where's your wife that cooked this food? Ah, this food is good. Oh. It's spicy. I love the spice. Ah, and the other one was, ah, in fact, the goat meat, I love it so much. It was tender and soft. I, it was so, in fact, the pepper soup is so good. It was when they were, you know, when they were talking, they, they called for Abraham and said, go on, where's your wife? And immediately they said, your, by this time next year, your wife will have a baby. Let me ask you this. Was Abraham praying for a baby? No. He didn't even talk about his wife being, being barren. He was just being generous. I pray that tonight God will release that spirit upon us. In the name of Jesus. Now, let's go to the next prayer point. We are going to crown to God. And say, Father, in the name of Jesus, help me to be sensitive to the needs of others in my life. Sensitivity. Hey, Lord. Help me to be what? To be sensitive. To be sensitive to the needs of others. Needs, needs of others. Whether people that we know or people that we don't know. Sensitivity. Now, let, let me share this testimony with us. Just some couple of days ago, I, I was, because I work in the city, and I, I saw this homeless guy. He just walked up to me. And they say, I'm please, I'm homeless. Can you please give me a dollar or something like that? And I checked my wallet. I don't know. I just I just gave her I, I, I gave her money that normally I would not have given to a homeless. And after I walked some distance, the spirit of God spoke loudly to me and said, You have just blessed an angel. You have just blessed an angel. This happened to me just this last week. 
So you have just blessed an angel. And immediately God started talking to me that what I will do for you for what you did is, is so much. Just watch it. <laughs> Generosity will open doors. I'm there are some doors that will not open until when we are generous. I want us to pray. We are going to pray for the spirit to be sensitive. Sensitive. To be sensitive to the needs of people around us. If we are not sensitive, there are some things that will not move us. Even if somebody is dying beside us, we will just walk away. Ah, somebody is dying and crying for help. Because that thing is not there. There is there's something called the bowels of mercy. You know, that thing there that, that make you to be touched with the needs of others. That make you to put yourself in the place of others. If that thing is dead, that means somebody is not sensitive again. No. I want us to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, help me to be more sensitive to the needs of others around me. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Lord, we pray that you help us, help us, help us to be more sensitive. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, help us to be more sensitive to the needs of others. In the name of Jesus, help us to be more sensitive to the needs of others. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray again. We are going to crown to God and say, Lord, make me the source of blessings to other people around me. Now, if you go and look at the promises of God to Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, from verse 1, look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, Now the Lord has said to Abraham, Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to the land that I will show you. And look at verse 2. And I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. Look at that. And make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless you, and what? And you, after I have blessed you, then you will become a blessing to others. Is God didn't just say, I will bless you, and then Abraham, well, whether you like it or not, don't be a blessing. No. If God bless you, then be a blessing to others. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, make me a blessing to others. Make me what? The more we are a blessing to others, the more God blesses us. The more we are blessing to others, the more God blesses us. Sometimes when, when people bless me, the more I bless others too. Because it's a flow. If it is a flow, if God is blessing you and you are not blessing others, you are going to you are going to clog the flow. It's like a pipe. It's like a pipe that is flowing water. If if you get and you're not giving, you are blocking the flow. And that's why they call money currency. Currency. It it's a it's like a current that flows. It's, a, it's like a current that flows. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, make me a blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, we pray that you will make us a blessing to others. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, make us a blessing. Make us a blessing for others. Others that we know and others that we don't even know. Make us a source of blessing to others. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every power attacking my blessings, <laughs> let them be destroyed tonight. The devil went after the blessing of that woman, the blessing of a child. The devil killed that boy. 
I want you to lift up your voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every power attacking my blessing tonight be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every satanic power attacking our blessing will come against you. Be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Really, capacity capolia. We rebuke every devourer. We rebuke every power attacking our blessings. In the name of Jesus, be destroyed by Holy Ghost fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, In the name of Jesus, as a parent, I will not weep over my children. That's the next prayer point. I will not weep over my children. You know that woman, thank God for her courage. Thank God for her courage. The boy died. And she did not allow that to affect her emotion. She located the man of God. <laughs> he said, Elijah, this Elijah, your boy, the boy that you pray for me about is dead. You know I didn't want this baby in the first place. You are the one that forced this prophecy on me. Now, come and have your own baby. He's dead. You better do something about it. You better do something about it. <laughs> I want us to pray. <laughs> I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, as a parent, I will not weep over my children. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Masekelika pasidika polia. Every power that wants us to weep over our children will come against you. In the name of Jesus, be destroyed by Holy Ghost fire. In the name of Jesus, every power launching attack against our children. Tonight, we come against you. In the name of Jesus, we shoot the arrows of fire against you. Be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus, we shall not weep over our children. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, as this year is going to an end, my joy will not be mixed with sorrow. That's the next prayer point. Because look at what happened to that woman. God gave her a, a, a baby boy. She's rejoicing. She, she now became happy. She now became joyful. And the devil just struck, boom, to mingle sorrow with her joy. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as this year is going to an end, my joy will not be mingled with sorrow. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Malikapa, Aikadaliaba, Sindikapolika, Safajudika, Polia. Our joy will not be mingled with sorrow. In the name of Jesus, every power that wants to mingle our joy with sorrow will come against you. In the name of Jesus Christ. We command fire to destroy the power. In the name of Jesus, our joy shall be full. In the mighty name of Jesus, our joy will not be mingled with sorrow. In the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, this week, send my Elisha unto me. <laughs> send my what? Elisha. I want you to pray that prayer. Thank God that the woman know Elisha to be a true and genuine man of God. Sometimes I, will, I, want, to say, I want to say this. Sometimes God will not directly come down to help us. But God can send men unto us. If God can talk to the sea and the sea will open up for the Israelite to cross 
if God can talk to the donkey of Balaam and the donkey of Balaam spoke, uh -uh, how much more woman being that God created his own image? I want us to know this. God can use men and God is still using men. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, in the journey of this week, send my own Elisha unto me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, send our own Elisha unto us. In the name of Jesus, in the journey of this week, we pray, O God, send our Elisha unto us. In the mighty name of Jesus, the epas of destiny that you have ordained to be a blessing to us. Lord, send them unto us in this week. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray very quickly. We are going to pray for, for, for every single woman among us. That God we connect them with their own, own mates. Their own mates. Their own mates. The right mate for them. All single women and also all single men. That God will connect them to, to their own mates. And then we are also going to pray for every waiting mothers who are here to have their babies. That God will visit them. Shall we begin to pray for them? Shall we begin to pray? Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for all single women, all single men who are, who are yet to be married. Lord, connect them to their right mate. In the name of Jesus. And we pray for all waiting mothers. Lord, tonight, let there be divine baby miracles. In the name of Jesus. Lord, open their wombs. Give them their own children. In the name of Jesus Christ, by your power, O God, give unto them their own children. In the name of Jesus, let, let their womb be opened. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, bless them with glorious children, men and females. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And finally, I want us to open our mouth. We are going to crown to God and say, Lord, as I go in the journey of this week, let me be anointed for supernatural signs and wonders. Anywhere I go, let me be anointed for supernatural signs and wonders. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, empower us for supernatural signs and wonders. In the name of Jesus, let the heavens of our signs and wonders be opened. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the journey of this week, Lord, Anoint us for supernatural signs and wonders. Use our life for supernatural signs and wonders. In the name of Jesus, Lord, open the heavens of our signs and wonders unto us. In the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I say, as we go to the journal this week, the Lord will go with us. The Lord will bless the work of our hands. He will support us. He will back us up. In the name of Jesus. I pray that the spirit of generosity, the Lord will release it upon us in this week. In the name of Jesus, Lord, send our Elisha unto us. In the name of Jesus, help us to be sensitive to the needs of others and make us a blessing to others. In the mighty name of Jesus, let every closed doors be opened for us in the journey of this week. In the name of Jesus Christ, and everything that is dead around us, Everything that is dead in our life, we command them to come back to life. In the name of Jesus, every dead marriages, dead business, dead relationship, we command you to come back to life. In the name of Jesus Christ, let chains of darkness be broken tonight. In the name of Jesus, let the sick be healed. In the name of Jesus Christ, 
Father, we thank you because you have answered our prayers. We give you all the glory and we give you all the honor. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. As we worship and behold your face, the light of your countenance shines on us. And we run it your love. As we worship and behold your face, the light of your countenance shines on us. And we run it your love. Time as we worship, as we worship, as we live. 